0: Magichim, kai tzbarbir.
1: Magichim, kai tzbarbir. Kol rama mei haushtimeim shelosh. Magichim, kai tzbarbir.
2: Magichim, Shame. Yeah, it's you. Hello, I am Lewis, and I am Daniel, and we are having a talk today on that. Ba- about the idea of or responsibility in Judaism or in life. So Daniel, what do you got today?
3: Throughout the entire year, a person should always look at himself as equally balanced between merit and sin, and the world as equally balanced between merit and sin. If he performs one sin, he tips his balance and that of the entire world to the side of guilt and brings destruction upon himself. On the other hand, if he performs one mitzvah, He tips the balance and that of the entire world of the merit and brings deliverance and salvation to himself and others. This implied by, a righteous man is the foundation of the world. For example, he who acted righteously tipped the balance of the entire world to merit and saved it. How can our actions lead to the improvement in our lives and the lives of others?
2: Well, there's actually two ways this can actually happen. So our actions can lead to our improvement in own lives because we get better at things by the day, by doing new things and by doing things that we have done in the past, but we get better at them. And I think that in life, when we do them, that we have become better human beings and more mature human beings at the same time. So also, in the lives of others, there's another way this can happen. Another way this can happen is that the other people can do the same thing that we do, but except come up with it in a new way and then introduce it to us and then we can, everyone in the world become even better human beings. How do you think our actions lead to improvement in your own life and the lives of your other people, Daniel? Well, the better the action, the better the life. Alright. That's actually a very good answer because many people actually can do the same exact thing over and over again but then never, like, grow up to be super mature Jewish people in, or, like, a very mature Jewish adult. But there are also other people that do do these things and then they become more mature adults and even better human beings than they have before. So the idea of this podcast is the idea of responsibility in Judaism. So these six questions are related to how you apply these to your real life. Mm, very so good. So your first question is, after your bar mitzvah, did you feel more aware of people that needed help in, in like Israel or all around the world in general?
4: Wow. So after I became bar mitzvah, I definitely became more aware of people who need help. I'm able to tell you two quick stories about how I became fully aware of that.
2: I'd like to hear about the name if you
4: want. I was visiting a friend of our families on an Air Force base, Jewish doctor who served on an Air Force base. Uh, he and his wife lived there, and he had a, they had a baby. And so they wanted to give the baby a name at the Torah, which is our tradition. <laughs> you kind of run to the Torah and to name a new baby, Uh, if it's a daughter, um, especially in the traditional circles, you immediately get into the synagogue as soon as you can, and you ask for healing for the mother who just gave birth and strength, and then also announce the name, except what they didn't have but nine people in the minion. And someone came knocking at the door where we were visiting, and they said is anybody here able to help us make a minion we have to name our new baby and <laughs> what'd
2: what would you name what
4: would you name it i don't even remember the name of the baby all i remember is that i helped make the minion and you know when jews have a need uh, you need
2: to make a minion you need
4: to make a minion and you could account in a minion after your bar bat mitzvah so i was already helping other jews that way i thought that was really cool but the uh, other real needs that came into focus were because my rabbi that i grew up with he was very much into having students take responsibility at local food pantries and i really learned that even people you think they look you know they're wearing nice clothing they're wearing the regular kind of clothes they they could be food insecure And we would go to the food pantry and help pack up boxes of groceries for them.
2: All right. Second question. When did you open your eyes to the problem of Jews around the world?
4: Well, in terms of thinking about Am Yisrael, uh, the Jewish people throughout the world, my senior year of high school going into college, I started reading a magazine that really helped change my life, so reading does work. Um, The Jerusalem Report was this magazine, and I started to see that there were features about Jewish communities throughout the world, Soviet Jews Jews. and Ethiopian Jews particularly. And when I got to college, there was an amazing Hillel rabbi named Rabbi Carol Glass.
2: I've heard of him before,
4: actually. Uh, And we created an office on the Hillel board called the Vice President for the causes of imperiled Jewry, meaning Jews that were really in trouble throughout the world or were not able to practice their Judaism. And I took up those causes, and I created displays about them on my college campus and marched in the great big march on Washington for Soviet Jewry. And it was a real time of doing what what I thought I could for our brothers and sisters, our larger Jewish family around the world.
2: Uh- did you respond to these problems in any way, like after you read these after you read the magazine, did you respond to these problems in any way?
4: Yeah, so I was just telling you about how I took an official position on my Hillel board to really call attention to these Jews' plights, to these Jews' problems. And wasn't enough for me that we just did something about it in the Jewish community. I created displays on my college campus, meaning kind of like uh, you know like those trifold boards where you put up pictures and you write it write out a little bit of information, you know, for like the science fair. So I did it for you know the causes Jewish causes around the world kind of thing, and we set them up. Actually, that we set them up first on the sukkah. We built a sukkah in the middle of the quad. I was at American University, and we talked about how fragile life can be. That sukkah is a symbol of the fragility of life, especially for the Jewish people who were not yet free to express their Judaism, or they lived in countries where they felt oppressed. And we started there, and we continue to highlight their causes and raise tzedakah for them as well.
2: All right. Is there which other urgent problems, if you have any, would you like to support in Judaism in the future?
4: Well, great question. Because I think that Judaism is about doing something now, right? Taking responsibility, as you said to me about the program. Yes. Akhrayut. What, what am I taking Akhrayut for? By the way, I ask that question of myself all the time in morning tefillah. Where,
2: where do you have morning tefillah every morning?
4: Uh, I, I usually, uh, at camp, play, pray with the Bogrim. And if I'm in New York City where I live, I pray with my kehilah, which is Congregation Orzerua on the Upper East Side. So one of the big problems that I think Jews need to tackle, help tackle in the world is... Food insecurity. There are a lot of hungry people in the world. Yeah,
2: there are definitely a lot of hungry. I feel that I actually did have like two products related to that for my bar mitzvah, which is I actually went to Israel and did that once and I helped feed the homeless and I packed bags for the homeless here down in my home in New Jersey. So I I did them both in two ways and I feel like it's a great cause for the world also.
4: That's really important. That's really great to hear. Uh, could I mention one other that I think is yes, really absolutely. something Jews can uniquely help the world with? Yes. I think because we are people who love learning and we love books that we should be involved in all kinds of literacy programs, tutoring children who really don't have the parents in their lives they need who to read them books like we assume everybody does that in the world. It's just not true, you know. So any time that I could be involved or I can get my congregation involved or encourage other Jews to get involved in literacy projects? To help share their our love of reading, I really encourage that in the world.
2: And do you think the idea of responsibility is like something that Jews need to pay more attention to, like especially like in any part of their lives, like if it's in prayer, if it's in helping to feed someone, if it's help, like in any part of their daily lives? Do you think it's a responsibility that responsibility is an essential idea for them?
4: I, I think that's a central idea, in a philosophical kind of way, in our tradition. We don't talk about having rights like in America. There's a difference between being an American and thinking I have a lot of rights and you can't take away my rights versus I start my life with achrayut. I start my life responsible for my community and for my wider community, fellow human beings, and even our earth. And it's a very different mindset. So I think, you have to really clarify what part you can play and not feel like any of your little actions are futile. Meaning, it's really meaningful to be involved in what you can be involved in and taking responsibility for it, what we say, from the get go, because your existence, the world's existence, depends on it. And you don't just claim to have all these rights and Magili, you know, this, this I deserve because I'm alive. No, that's not, that's not how Jews think.
2: Thanks so much for your interview with me.
4: This has been a really great uh, set of questions, and uh, you're, thinking, you're making me think about what kind of responsibility I have to take today. Thank you. Thank
0: you. Hello.
2: We are here with...
1: Julius Zimbler.
0: Eli Siegel.
1: My name is Allison Joseph. Elizabeth Chipkin Ben
5: Joey Rotem Jan Max Silverstone Aaron Schombren Jeremy Komonowski
2: How are you doing today?
5: Spectacular
2: Alright After your bar mitzvah did you feel more aware of people that needed help?
5: No.
0: Uh, I think so. You know, everyone says, you know, you become an adult uh, when you have your bar mitzvah. Also, I did like a bar mitzvah project. And so that made me sort of just focus on, you know, people who needed help uh, more so. And, you know, giving more tzedakah and doing more mitzvot. And uh, just a deeper Jewish connection allowed me to do that, and I felt, you know, through studying for my bar mitzvah, I became more connected to Judaism.
1: I did not. I when I had my bar mitzvah, it was before a time that it was popular to do mitzvah projects, but it was at a time when there uh, Russian Jews were trying to leave Russia, and a lot of people were paired up with like a Russian 12 or 13 year old to try to I don't know make them feel connected that wasn't something that I did so I think I was much older before I felt like a greater responsibility for others
6: like I was aware of like before my Mitzvah for two but after becoming a man like I got more aware of like people's problems trying to them more
7: I've always really cared about people in the world who might need things, and actually for my bat mitzvah, instead of having like flower centerpieces, we had food that we then donated to a shelter. So I think that helping someone has always been a really important part of who I am.
6: Like, I was aware of like, before my bat mitzvah too, but after becoming a man, like, I got more aware of like people's problems trying to help them more.
0: Um, after my bat mitzvah, uh, I don't Think so. I don't think my bar mitzvah really um, was was a shining light in that direction. It didn't teach me to be more aware of people.
8: After my bar, bar mitzvah, I was old enough to volunteer at my synagogue's food pantry. It was a completely teen-run food pantry, um, and from eighth through twelfth grade, I was very involved in it, including the eleventh and twelfth. When I was in eleventh and twelfth grade, I was a co-director. Um, And it made me aware of the people who came from all over New York City who were in need of food.
5: I'm not sure that happened that early. Well, I was recently at Arthur Cares bar mitzvah, so I I hope that I can model some of what I I saw from you. But was I more aware? I think that increasingly over my, uh, my growing up, that I did grow to pay more and more attention. I'm not sure if it was on my bar mitzvah day, but I know in my teenage years, I was more aware of other people's feelings than I was before then.
0: When did
2: you open your eyes to the problem of Jews around the world? About, I'd say, while I was studying for my mitzvah.
0: That's a really good question. Um, I think, uh, sort of in high school, I went to a Jewish high school, and um, so I just started to get worried. You know, I'd look at the news and see, like, you know, problems with Jews having issues around the world, especially like in Europe and, you know, other places. And that sort of, uh, I became aware of the fact that, you know, not everyone is necessarily welcoming of Jews, and that, you know, we have to really make an effort to persevere to survive.
7: I think that it was something that we talked about with my family during my bat mitzvah process, um, and then Jews specifically around the world. Um, I think as I've gone on in life, I've, I've learned a lot about Jewish communities around the world. I've also gotten to experience some amazing hospitality of Jewish communities around the world when I've traveled. And so I've been really grateful that those communities have been there and open to uh, receiving me as a, one of their guests.
6: Like being a Jew, you all, you're, like, you're different because like, where am I already? So, yeah, you have to just be together and be close with at least the Jews. Like, be close and not have cause problems between you guys.
9: Jews around the world. Probably when I was uh, younger, there was a big uh, movement where there were Soviet Jews uh, who weren't allowed to leave the Soviet Union. uh, And there were a lot of demonstrations in this country trying to bring them over so they'd have a safe place to go because they weren't safe being uh, Jewish in the former Soviet Union.
5: And um, so that's probably when that happened, probably around your age. I have always had a very strong feeling of being a member of Am Yisrael. And when I was a kid, uh, when I was about your ages, but as a a middle school kid into a bar mitzvah age, um, it was a time period when the Soviet Union was beginning to let some Jews leave. And in my hometown of Louisville, Kentucky, my family was very involved with helping those Jews leave the Soviet Union, come to the United States, and that opened my eyes a lot to the needs of Jews who, in their home countries, had been persecuted.
2: Um,
7: how have these problems affected your life? Um, so I think that talking about some of the problems around the world is a big step, and I think also taking action, whether that's you know raising money or actually trying to send supplies when there are major. Um, like hurricanes or earthquakes or things like that, sending supplies. But I think the most important thing is always to ask what the people in these situations need. Sometimes they need supplies, sometimes they need money, sometimes they need feet on the ground. I think asking what they need is always the most important question.
6: People start to take care about themselves more than uh, around people. And uh, there is a quote that's saying that God created two ears to hear more and one mouth to talk less.
8: They're problems that I see a lot in the news, um, and I see them on social media. A lot of people post about them, and it it makes me upset. Um, there hasn't been much I've been able to do just as myself, as like a college student. Um, but hopefully, like professionally, um, when I work in a synagogue one day, I can uh, make people more aware of these problems, try to collect money to help fix these problems. Look, there's a lot of hatred against uh, Jews
9: in this country um now and what's important to know is I think it's a part of a bigger picture of hating anybody who's somehow different than you right Mm -hmm. uh we should work not to hate anybody who's different from us and treat everybody as equally uh I always say to people that the Torah started telling us that God was made that people were made in God's image first before it said anything about the Jewish people or anything else right so we're all sacred and we have to treat each other that way um because anti-Semitism is real and it's scary. And I'll tell you actually, so I'm a congregational rabbi in real life. And a lot of this uh, issues of anti-Semitism are, you know, scaring a lot of people in terms of uh, synagogue and being in synagogue. And, uh, you know, I encourage people to come to synagogue and be proud of being Jewish, but it's a scary time sometimes.
5: Well, we have a, a deep belief. I personally, I'll let that car go by, I have personally a deep belief in the Jewish teaching of kol Yisrael arevimzel azeh. Everybody is responsible for each other. So I I have always felt the incredible need to help all of God's children, including those who are are not Jewish, but in particular my fellow Jewish brothers and sisters, to help them in, in their stress. You know, to be a good Jew to me means to make my personal joys part of the experience of Jews around the world to make their joys my joys, to share my sorrows with them, and to share their sorrows with me. So it's, it's a deep thing to make, to, to have my own emotional and spiritual life tied to those of Jews around the world.
2: Which other urgent problems would you like to support in the future? Starvation in Africa.
0: Uh, I guess like the environment, I would like, you know, help the ecosystem and, you know, make the reduce plastic and things like that. I also, you know, like hunger. So many people are uh, like starving around the world, and I'd really like to help that.
1: Well, one problem I see in camp is just kind of a lack of responsibility for other people and what's going on at camp. Like, there's so much trash around, so everybody could help either just pick up your own like trash. Me, yeah. Okay, it, Even just pick up your own trash, and that would make a big difference, or get other people to pick up their trash, or if you see something on the ground, uh, throw it in the trash. Uh, but I think that... Um, Immigration is a big problem that we need to feel responsible for other people.
7: Um, I think right now I'm feeling very connected to people who don't feel safe in their countries, making sure that they have a safe place to live in the world. So whether that's because of violence or because of um, climate change impacting their homes or whether that's because of economic uh, crisis, those people making sure that they have a place to live in this world, that uh, they feel safe and can be a productive member of society.
6: Like I support like equal rights like everybody deserves an equal safe free of religion free like whatever they feel like they like Never like they're pro like just to be free of, like and support who they are like don't be afraid to, uh, don't be afraid to be who you are that's what I support mostly Wow, well, there's a lot of but I
8: think
4: people not listen to each other enough
8: um there's a lot of issues there's a lot of hungry people um in the united states and around the world um i know gun control is a huge issue right now because in the united states it's very easy to get very dangerous guns that has led to um mass murders uh also um immigration is a big issue right now um whether or not you think um people should be allowed in this country or not the way that they're being treated is completely unacceptable There are a lot of urgent problems. Hunger. um, Taking care of the
9: environment, really important. Uh, Taking care of the poor. uh, Issues of race and class in our country, right? Making sure that everybody's treated equally. Immigration, making sure that everybody has a safe place to go and be and we're treating everybody equally. Torah says 36 times you should care for the immigrant and the stranger. So we have to remember that also.
5: Um, I I feel that the the most... Uh, When when I try to give my own tzedakah, I am most oriented toward giving tzedakah to feed the hungry. I think feeding the hungry is the most immediate, most direct kind of tzedakah you can give. I must say that I think of the world's big problems, climate change is probably the biggest because I think it has the capacity to create the most misery. But my own personal tzedakah is more about hunger.
3: What does responsibility mean to you?
2: It means to look after your own belongings and be responsible for what you say and what you do.
1: Responsibility means taking care of yourself and also taking care of people around you in your family and in your kihila.
0: Um, Understanding that you're responsible not just for yourself, but you have... I'm trying to define the word in my own terms. Um, it's up to you. You have to care for other people and care for um, things that are going around you, and it's not another person's job to do it for you. And look out for your friends and look out for whoever you're responsible for.
1: Um,
3: should everybody, including people of different wealth, color, and age, have the same responsibilities?
2: Well, it depends how old you are
1: and what you do and how well you can do it. And if you can't do it, then it would be different. That's a really hard question. I think that everybody has responsibilities to take care of other people in addition to themselves. and. People who have more ability, either because of their skills or wealth, yes, probably should take care of more people than um, those who have less.
6: I think that because uh, it doesn't matter because we are all, again, human and we are all the, sa- uh, the same eventually. That's why the responsibility and uh, life meaning is common to, uh, to all over the world.
3: What responsibilities do you have?
2: Well, I have responsibility to look after my little brother while, while my mom's away and to not forget my stuff when I'm going places.
1: I have responsibilities. I have three small children. When I'm in camp, I have the responsibility to teach Yahadud, so I am teaching Khan about some of our Jewish values, including this one that you're talking about, Achrayut and I have a responsibility, I think, to the Jewish community and to the world as a whole.
4: Responsibility I have, I think, for everything I have around myself. First to be myself a human, then uh, everything I can take care about, I think.
2: Do you think the idea of responsibility is an essential part in everyone's lives?
1: I think that it should be. I don't think it is in everyone's lives. I don't think everyone feels responsibility for anyone beyond themselves, Um, but I think that it should be something that everyone feels.
2: Do you think the idea of responsibility is an essential Jewish idea? Yes.
1: Uh, Yeah, for sure. I think um,
0: everyone everyone, everyone in the world has a responsibility to help other people around the world, and I guess like Jews especially, because of what they've gone through, you know, with the Holocaust and things like that. Um, we, we more than anybody should be the first to step up and help people who are in need.
7: I think taking responsibility for things we've done in this world are, is a very important value that Judaism holds highly.
8: Um, 100%. Uh, literally, all of Jewish history is filled with us being othered by the people who we've lived around. Um, and part of the reason why we're here is because of others who have helped us. Um, and as Jews, we have, if we're, if we're going to say that we're a unto the nations, then it means that we also have a moral responsibility to help those who are in need. Um, tzedakah is a huge Jewish value. Um, and also, as it says in the Bible, we were one strangers in a strange land. So we must welcome in the stranger into our midst and we must help them out.
2: Do you think the idea of responsibility is an essential Jewish idea?
9: Yes,
5: it's called achrayut, very important, which is why we're all teaching about it this week. 100%. As I said before, everybody is responsible to every other Jew. Um, is a very very it's hard for me to see how somebody could be a Jew without feeling responsible for their brothers and sisters. And and I'll tell you this, I don't think that the end Jewish responsibility is for other Jews The beginning, I hope that we create a community where we take care of each other so well that that helps us learn to take care of people even wider beyond the circle of of the Jewish community to also people in our neighboring communities
2: Thank you so much for your time
3: If thou meets thine enemy's ox or his ass going astray thou shalt surely bring it back to him again if thou see the ass of him that hath hatheth the lying under its burden, thou shalt forbear to pass by him. Thou shalt surely release it with him. Have you ever confronted a situation in which you could not ignore the injustice? When was that?
2: Well, that was really when I... Um was in school one time and I actually had an assignment I never actually really wanted to do. The assignment was actually to write an essay about when was it a time that you were most responsible when you weren't supposed to be at that point in time. And that answer to me was I didn't really want to answer it because it was a time I felt really embarrassed that I actually did it. But I had to answer it because I couldn't ignore it because it's a time that happened in my life that I want to share with everyone. And I and ever since that time I wanted to share anything related to that to the people under my family. Okay. okay. So, how have you have you ever confronted a situation in which you couldn't ignore the thing that was in front of you? And if so, when was that?
3: Well, I was once in the middle of a situation where someone was bullying someone else and I I just thought, like, that
2: can't be handled, that should not
3: be happening, so I tried to
2: stop it. So, how'd you handle it? Like, did you, like, basically just keep it, like, did you just keep going, like, in that certain time, or did you just stop completely?
3: I just tried to break up the fight and told the people they should just stop talking to each other.
2: Uh, So, thank you so much for this conversation today. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and we'll see you next time on another conversation. איך אמרת? כל רמה מאה ושתיים שלוש מרגישים אתם מאזינים
5: לרדיו קול רמה מאה FM